Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Joyce J. Jones, health and life coach, registered nurse, and chronic care professional. As a reminder, if you are a new listener and want to know more about me and what I will be sharing, please listen to my first introduction episode. And I know it's been a minute since my last episode, but life took me on a detour as it will at times, but as long as you find your way back to your goal and get back on track, it's all good. Just don't give up and don't quit. So what I am sharing today is something that I have given much thought to, and I believe that it is useful for us all. As I have said before, knowledge is power if you use it. So I want to talk about preservatives today. So this episode is titled Shelf Life. And I want to give my disclaimer that what I am sharing is for information purposes only. It is not intended to diagnose nor treat any disease, symptom, or condition discussed. Please see and discuss any concerns with your doctor and always follow the treatment plan of your health care provider. So preservatives are natural or synthetic substances that are added to our foods, cosmetics, and other products to extend their shelf, their shelf life and or to prevent spoilage. They are meant to slow down the growth of bacteria, mold, yeast, um, different diseases, etc. Also, they can be used to make the, your food more appealing and, dare I say, profitable to some, in my opinion. Natural preservatives include substances like salt, sugar, vinegar, and lemon juice, and was the primary way we preserved our food along with freezing and drying in the sun. Things changed in the 19th century and really took off in the 20th century. You know, canned meats became a big deal during war times and Spam, which is one of the meats, is still on the shelves today. My husband loves it. I don't know if he's going to be okay with me sharing that, but I did. Synthetics uh, preservatives include chemical compounds such as, and synthetic means, you know, man-made. It's not natural. It's something that had to be chemically put together. So chemical compounds that are used are like, they're hard to even pronounce. So when you look at them on the ingredients, you may not even be able to say what they are, but sodium, benzates, uh, potassium sorbates, and polyarbin. <laughs> These types of preservatives can bind to vitamins and minerals which make them unavailable for our body to use. So you can be mal, have malnutrition even though a person may be obese because the vitamins and nutrients in the foods are being sucked up by the synthetic preservatives to make it make more sense to you. Processed foods are high in preservatives. And these are the foods in the aisles, you know, when you go in the grocery store, out on the perimeter, you come into the fruit and you go around to the meats and then you got the cheese and dairy and frozen foods. Then when you get in those aisles, that's where the trouble is. Those where you get the um, 
things that have more preservatives so they can be on the shelf. And these are your breads, your canned goods, your cereals, your ready to eat snacks, soups, things like that. Uh, and some of your packaged meats and cheeses. And there have been studies that suggest certain preservatives may be linked to health conditions such as cancer and neurological problems. And as with anything that you consume, it is important to read the ingredients on the label carefully and do your own research to make informed decisions. I'm all about informed decision making. Uh, you know, you, your informed decision about the products that you eat and drink. And then you can make a choice. You know, sometimes, you know, I eat um, foods with preservatives, but I'm aware of that and try to balance it out. I try to eat more fruits and vegetables now, you know, but at times I do eat those fast foods and things like that. There is some evidence to suggest that certain synthetic preservatives may have an impact on the immune system, but more research is needed to fully understand to what extent. And you could also be allergic to, to some of these um, synthetic preservatives. And that could cause intestinal problems and some other allergic responses. So pay attention to how you feel after eating certain foods. For example, some studies have shown that the synthetic preservative <laughs> butylated hydroxy Anasol, BHA, may cause immune system changes in animals, including altering the production of certain immune cells and affecting the ability of the immune system to respond to infections. But these findings, these findings have not yet been confirmed in human studies. And there are many different types of synthetic preservatives that are commonly used in food and in our cosmetics. And some of those are benzoids, you know, like um, used to preserve acidic foods and drink. Sorbates, potassium sorbate and other sorbates, they are used to prevent growth of mold and yeast. Sulfites, such as sulfur dioxide and sodium sulfite are commonly used in wine and beer and other products. And then you have propanates, such as calcium propanate and sodium propanate, and they're commonly used in bread and other baked goods to prevent mold, prevent mold from growing. Then you have nitrites and nitrates. Sodium nitrite and sodium nitrate are commonly used as preservatives in, in, in meats like bacon and ham. Then you have that BHA word again. <laughs> and then you have BHT, which are commonly used to prevent spoilage of foods like cereal, gum, and potato chips. Then you have parabens. And those are commonly used in cosmetics and personal care products and pharmaceuticals. So here are some examples of health conditions that may have 
been linked to synthetic preservatives. And that includes allergic reactions. Some people may be sensitive allergic to certain of these synthetic preservatives and they may get symptoms like hives, itching, swelling. Uh, cancer has been linked to some of these preservatives such as BHA and BHT, although evidence is not conclusive. So I do want to say that, but there is studies and research out there. I don't know what stages of research is in, but it's a concern. Also neurological problems have been linked to some of this and some uh, one is attention deficit disorder may have a link to these synthetic preservatives asthma is something that is linked to certain preservatives and food and drinks could trigger an asthma attack and then there's hormone disruption some synthetic preservatives such as parabens have been shown to have estrogenic activity, meaning that they can mimic the effects of estrogen in the body and potentially disrupt hormone balance. So you may be eat, having hot flashes when you eat certain foods or, you know, who knows what else it can be. So while this is just a lot of theory, some of it is theory, some of it is actually being studied, the FDA recognized um, as, our, as our safety regulation agency, they, um, they have had concerns about potential health effects of some of these preservatives. So they have some that have been totally restricted and some that have to get you know, they have to pass the test. But more research is needed to fully understand the extent of all this. So I'm going to tell you a story, you know, because real life is like the best thing, you know. So I bought an apple pie from a fast food restaurant. And I didn't eat it right away. It was actually on my counter for about a week. And when I thought about it, I was like, oh, I didn't eat my apple pie. That's probably not even any good anymore. So I took it out the package and I looked at it. And guess what? It looked exactly like when I first bought it. It didn't have any mold. It didn't smell different, look different. And I'm like, if this supposedly fresh apple pie that's made with dough and apples has no signs of decay, no signs of getting old. I'm like, heck no, I am not eating that. And I threw it in the garbage because it should have started looking old or getting a little mold on the end or something. So I figured that had too much preservative in it. And I didn't want to eat that. So just be aware. The bottom line is be aware of what you're eating, how much of it you're going to eat, and the risk of consuming too much of it. Sometimes ease and convenience is not the best option. Sometimes it's best to cook. I'm not telling you what to do. It's your choice, but I'm telling you the information. We are not machines and we can wear out our bodies and our immune systems by what we put in them. 
And since becoming a health and life coach, I know that habit change is a process and not always easy, but it is possible with the right accountability paired with your desire to change. Thank you for listening. My website is joyce-j-jones-llc.com and you can also find me on Facebook at Joyce J. Jones Health and Life Coach. So until the next episode, remember, change your habits, transform your life. Thank you.